0: what's up friends and family is self-care selfish we're talking about that today on episode number 55 of the keep Ready podcast here we go Well, welcome to the Keep Breathing Podcast, where we talk about real life and share real hope one conversation at a time. My name is Jimmy Akers, and I'm your host, and it's a pleasure. It is a privilege for me to have the opportunity to share with you today, to be on this side of the microphone. And man, thank you so much for joining us, wherever you're listening from, whenever you're listening. I do not take this opportunity to share with you for granted. And I'm excited to kind of talk about this topic. And I'm just going to say, just to start to touch on this, I've shared a little bit about this. But the more that I dive in personally in my own life and mental health, faith journey, all of the things, I realize that this is a much deeper well than I even thought of before. And so I'm not sharing about this topic about self-care from a place Of completely having it all together, folks, I'm trying to figure myself out as I'm navigating this, as I'm sure that you are as well, but thank you so much for joining us. This is episode number 55, been a couple weeks off the mic, not because I've wanted to be. Uh, Life has been happening And there's been a lot of things going on and I've been trying to navigate those things as well as give myself some grace (laughs) because there's only so much time. But it's not because I don't want to do this. I love doing this. It adds a lot of value to my life and my hope is that it's doing the same for you. And I have a lot of great, supportive, encouraging listeners that have reminded me that you have missed some fresh episodes. And so thank you so much for hanging on. Glad to be back again this week. I do have some things in the works with some other conversations with good friends, people that other people that can add value to your life. And so, yeah, I'm looking forward to that. But today I want to talk about this, and I, I'm, I'm titling this with a question because I don't have it all figured out. And that question is this, is self-care selfish? Is self-care selfish? And a couple of weeks ago, I did the last episode in a hotel when I was at PodFest in Orlando, and I shared how I've been processing some things. Well, with one of those things that has involved connecting with a new counselor and I'm trying to do the work, I'm trying to put the work in, I'm trying to not ignore the fact that there are problems or issues in my life and the problem is, well, maybe not the problem, just the reality is, is that the more that I dive in and start to uncover some things, I realize there are some deeper things that I have not maybe I wasn't aware of, uh, maybe maybe not just that I've avoided, because I really don't think that I've intentionally avoided anything. Um, in fact, I feel very deeply all the time, and there's times where I wish I could have avoided stuff or not felt things, but God has not granted that to me. And the benefit of that it is it does force you to try to do something with what you're struggling with. So, Yeah, I don't think I've avoided it, uh, but maybe for some of you that's the case. Maybe for some of you, and me too, this has been true as well. I've self-medicated with food at times, or even activity, right? Like not not all the time. Uh, Busyness is not necessarily fruitfulness. And uh, I heard uh, Joyce Meyer one time say that God never called us to be busy. He called us to be fruitful. He called us to do something and for what we do to count and that's true and very important because our life is very, very short. Um, man, there's just been a lot of people passing away, a lot of people even younger age, in good health that I've been aware of, and that has been very sobering for me. And so just processing some of those things, even though that can be difficult at times. Um, and yeah, even this week. Uh, I preached a funeral this week, and so again, it's just always right in front of me that man, you got to do something with what you've got. So we're talking about self care, and before I share just a couple of thoughts about this, because maybe you're struggling with this too, and and if you are, I want to tell you one: I don't have it all figured out, <laughs> but two, I want you to know that you're not alone. Uh, but the thing is about self care is you are loved. And Shannon Lewis used to run a Christian coffee house called Joe's Place that I attended and my band used to play it for years when I was a teenager every night every Saturday night he'd say you are loved you are valued and God has a destiny for your life and it took me a long time to believe that to be true Uh, but the truth is is it's true of God loving us but sometimes we struggle with loving ourselves and that brings us to this first passage I want to share and a lot of times we use this specifically to talk about our faith journey and our relationship with other people. And Jesus answered in Luke 10, verse 27, love the Lord, your God, with all your heart and with all your soul and with all of your strength and with all of your mind. And then the second part, love your neighbor as yourself. And I've always used that to try to un- help people understand that's what he's called us to, to love, love him and love others well in that our entire life can be summed up. Uh, under the word love in relationships. Um, But the thing is, is that there is a part in there where it says, love your neighbor and that last little piece as yourself. And the truth is, is a lot of us love other people way better, far better than we love ourselves. And now if you are a Christian, you've been a Christian for any length of time, maybe like me, you've been raised in the church where we've been taught about living sacrificially and putting others ahead of ourselves. And all of that is still important. I am not throwing that out, okay, as I'm talking about this self-care thing. I'm not throwing that away. I mean, Jesus literally modeled this for us. He was obedient to his Father, even to the point of death for us, to give us reconciliation, to be with him, forgiveness of sins, all of those things. And I'm so thankful for that. But the, the thing is, is that doesn't necessarily mean that we are supposed to completely neglect ourselves because the truth is, is that we are also, our bodies are the temples of the Holy Spirit. And how are we taking care of that? And so I think there is this thing about stewardship and how we're caring for ourselves too, but... For me, to answer this question, is self-care selfish? When I read that passage, to love your neighbor as yourself, I can be honest with you, and I can just say, and maybe some of you can can, can you know relate to this, there are probably times that I love my neighbor better than myself. Um, and part of that is because that's what I feel like I've been called to do. But that doesn't mean that I'm supposed to neglect myself either. It's, I know it's hairy. It's really messy. I don't have this figured out, okay? And I'm not navigating this by myself. I'm, I'm navigating this with a, with a licensed, uh, very well-equipped counselor. We're walking through therapy trying to process some things. Um, so this is not just from me. Uh, but the thing is there are some other passages of Scripture that actually speak to some of this stuff. In 3 John 1 and 2, it says, Dear friend, I pray that you may enjoy good health and that all may go well with you, even as your soul is getting along well. In another translation, it says, Even as your soul prospers. The thing is, is, is your soul getting along well? Is your soul prospering? Is the innermost part of you healthy and doing well? And, and and this would even talk about that it's great, if maybe outwardly, if you seem to be healthy, but is the inside of you okay? And that's tough. And then to go from there to Proverbs 4.23, Above all else, guard your heart, the inner part, for everything you do flows from it. Last year, I think it was towards the beginning of the year, I preached the message called The Heart Work is the Hard Work. The the inner parts of you, that's the hard, hard place to do work. And I find myself yet again in that place doing some work. And I, I will just tell you, I'm not going to bear my entire counseling session. Well, I've had multiple in the last couple of weeks. I'm not going to tell you all of them, all of the things, because um, there's a lot there. But I will tell you this, in some of the conversation with my counselor, My counselor has told me that a lot of times in my language when I'm talking about things that even I am struggling with, I talk about them from the perspective of how it's impacting other people, but not me. And my counselor has reiterated the importance of being an advocate for Jimmy and I mean I'm not most of the time I have not been I've had doctors tell me you take care of all these other people but what about yourself and here's the thing this is a deeply spiritual conversation it's not just emotional mental physical all that stuff though flows together I'm, I'm, I'm convinced of that all of those things flow together but is self-care selfish and one of the, the conversations we've had and I don't know if I'll dive into this more eventually But I remember one of the conversations we were having a few weeks ago was about doing the right thing. And when we do the right thing, we are doing the right thing based off of our perspective or sometimes our awareness or the information that we have or the experience that we have had. But some of that is still based off of an interpretation of the things that we think are right. And we were talking about in regards to faith and my counselor who has a faith. Christian faith background, asked this question, Uh, many questions, but I'm I'm trying to target one in particular. If you've done the right thing in these areas, why in some of these areas are you still not healed? And it threw me for a loop. I'm talking it threw me. That's a hard question. It's a hard question that I don't have answers for right now uh, or even an answer for. And I can try to faith talk my way through things. What I mean by that is I know enough scripture and I can talk enough Christianese to work my way through most conversations. But the problem is, is that when you are trying to reconcile what you believe with where you actually find yourself in a particular situation. And yes, we have been called, invited to walk By faith, not by sight, which means there are plenty of times where we are going to be navigating situations or circumstances or places or things or relationships that are not familiar. And we're going to be doing that by faith, based off of what we know, based off of where we've been, based off of what we've learned from whether it be from the context of reading the word or prayer or relationship with other people or experience uh, with God or, or things of faith or whatever. We're navigating them in a faith walk Perspective, But when you turn back around and you realize that the things that you thought were the right thing still left you unhealed. And here's the thing, depending on what your faith or your theological background is, you may or may not agree with me, but I still believe that God can heal. I believe that he's able to do it in every capacity. And I think there's been an emphasis for on a lot of people for physical healing over the years. And to be honest with you, I've experienced that and seen some of that in other people. And it can't be <laughs> just reasoned away that it was circumstance or happenstance. I mean, it really was in my full belief system a uh, uh, perspective direct touches from God Almighty. But I also believe that God can bring healing and inner work and those kinds of things. But then you have passages of Scripture like we see in James where it talks about confess your faults one to another and you will be healed. And Ecclesiastes where it reminds us that woe to him who is alone when he falls, that God actually uses relationships for healing. And not to knock any particular religious persuasion, but there are certain that have things certain backgrounds that have things like confessional booths, where I would say that based off of my interpretation of scripture, that from a forgiveness perspective, we can go straight to Jesus. You know, back in the day, they used to have a temple, and there was a priest that would work the temple, and there was sacrifices that needed to be offered up for sin, but Jesus paid the price for all of that. The temple veil was Torn, we no longer have to have another advocate because Jesus is already that. He was already the sacrificial lamb, and so with those boxes of confession, it's not necessary for forgiveness. And again, my interpretation of Scripture and processing this, so I'm not, I'm not knocking anybody's faith background. I'm just saying, but the reason why some people go into those confessional boxes and come out feeling better, I believe. It's because of what James says when he says that. Confess your faults one to another and you'll be healed. I think there is something to that. It's a reason why we want to talk to friends. It's a reason why we want to have conversations when things are difficult. And some of us isolate, but inside we just wish we could talk to somebody. And I know some of my introverted friends out there are like, "Uh Uh-uh, no, Jimmy, I'm not like that. I don't want to talk to people about my stuff. I understand that. But the truth is, is that some of the things in our life, things that we struggle with, things that I've struggled with, like anxiety and depression and addiction. What do those things do to us? They isolate us. They say nobody wants to hear your garbage. Uh, you're not worth being listened to. I've, I've heard those things in my own head when I've been struggling. Nobody's going to get it. They're going to judge you. You're the one that's messed up. It's not on them. Man, that stuff, just so many lies, But the truth is, is when I ask this question, is self-care selfish? I can tell you for most of my life, not for you and not for anybody else, but for most of my life, my answer would have been yes. And to be honest, I'm still there. I still struggle with this area. I'm still struggling with feeling value to the point where I'm worth the time. I'm worth the payment to the counselors. I'm worth the investment. I'm worth the hard things, the hard conversations. It's not easy for me. And that might be true of you too. And so is self-care selfish? I would say that before my response would have been yes. But the more that I dive in and the more that I grow in my relationship with Jesus, because I feel like I'm closer to God than I've ever been, because I've been struggling again so bad. And I don't even know why. I don't even know why to fully articulate it. But the thing is, is I believe that God has met me at this intersection just like he always has. And so now I would say to you, is self-care selfish? And my answer is no, it's not selfish. And I think the reason why we feel like that is because we have encountered selfishness in some way where there was somebody that was supposed to handle something and because they chose to be selfish, we saw a need that needed to be met or a person that needed to be interacted with. We watched them be neglected when somebody had the capacity and the capability to minister to their need because of selfishness. But here's the thing about selfishness. If you're asking this question, it's highly unlikely that you're actually being selfish because it shows awareness within yourself. And yes, God has not called us to be selfish, but he has called us to guard our hearts because everything we do flows from it. He has told us to love our neighbors as ourself. And he has reminded us that it's good if we are enjoying good health, but that the hope is that, is that our hearts or our souls or the depths of who we are are actually getting along well. So I want to give you a couple of things because I don't want to just leave it on a cliffhanger here. I'm processing whether or not I'm gonna write about this. I'm, I've been working on some things. And I just, I just know a lot of people struggle with this. And so I've heard it. I've had enough people sitting on my couch, sending me messages, emails, um, whatever, that struggle with this. And it really does come back to also feeling loved and feeling worthy. So it's, it's not just self-care particular, it's do you value or see value in yourself? And the thing is, is that if you are an image bearer of God, you were created in his image. That's because he loves you. And so you're not here by accident. And so, yes, even if you don't see it or anybody else recognizes that you are love, you are valued. God does have a plan for your life and you are worth healing. You are worthy of self-care, not just because we get it all right, but because Jesus says we're his sons and daughters and he loves us. Man, it's so convoluted, especially being Christians, because we feel like we need to give all these things up. And But man, God, he, he loves you. He loves you. And I shared this on Facebook today in a post, but yesterday I had a conversation with this gentleman. He's a pastor. He's a coach and a mentor to pastors and a lot of different capacities, and he spent an hour and a half with me yesterday for free. Um, it was a, it was a gift. He he started listening to his podcast a, a little bit back, and man, he just encouraged me, challenged me, tried to help me think to expand my my ideas, my dream in my heart, and work through some things. And he just stopped in the middle, and asked me to stop, and he just said, "You're still here, R- regardless of what has happened. You are still here, man." And man, I just him acknowledging that yesterday, it just did something in me. And I just, I want to share that message with everybody else because that's what we talk through. These ideas that I had about being mindful, more mindful of this area in a world that's asking us for more and more and more and more that we could take a minute and pull back and say, hold on, I need, I need something else. I need something different. I need something better. I need something more. And to understand that God has that for us. And he's just waiting to meet us at that intersection. And man... That is hard. So let me just give you a couple of things that I think can maybe not be full tilt solutions, depending where you're at with this struggle with self-care. But a couple of things that I think could be helpful. The first one, and not just because I'm a Christian, but I think it's important. The first one is to make room for your faith to help you navigate this. My faith is in Jesus. And the thing is, is that inviting him into the space, I used to feel shameful about these struggles because I shouldn't feel like this. But the truth is, is that God understands. And he loves us. And he knows the depths of our heart. And there's no shame in our game or in his game when it comes to us needing to focus some more attention on this area in our life. So I just want to say I would encourage you to let your faith impact and inform you in this area I would also encourage you to let fellowship be a part of this process and what I mean by that specifically is community and you don't need to tell you the whole world all your things and if you follow me you know that I'm pretty outgoing and I speak about quite a bit of stuff that a lot of people may not feel comfortable sharing publicly I do I just always that's just who I am but I want to share it to be a help to other people so yes I think community is an important part of this process I think that also being mindful of the other areas of maybe your physical health to impact your mental and spiritual health. Things like sleep and hydration, vitamins maybe, proper nutrition, like all these areas. Again, these are major struggles for me. But I know that it can help. And sometimes it improves my mental health as much as it does my physical health. So we got got faith. We got fellowship. Talk about fitness. Dropping all these Fs like alliteration, like it's a – I'm just on that game. (laughs) But uh, the thing is, is that God can use all these things in our life to help us navigate this. He can use our faith. He can use fellowship with other people. But the last area I want to say, which I don't have a good F for, (laughs) is counseling, therapy, whatever you want to call it. Working with a skilled clinician that, and they don't have to have 50 years under their belt, but in my opinion, you can tell whether the counselor's decent in the first conversation. It's maybe because I work with so many people and I work with so many counselors over the years, but I'm just telling you, just like preachers or anything else, not all of them are worth the paper on their wall when it comes to giving specific counsel, but that does not mean that you should not pursue it. Or if you had a bad experience with a counselor that you shouldn't try again. You know, therapy, my buddy Mike has a t-shirt for his Be Good brand that says, therapy is dope. And it is because it can change your life. It can change your life. And so I just wanna encourage you. And one of those things, whether it be your faith or fellowship with other believers, I man, you're trying to navigate this fitness, working on your health or counseling, which doesn't have a good F, but sometimes you wanna <laughs> shout F out. Oh, man, it's important. Here's the thing. You don't have to have this all figured out to start working on it. And the thing is, friend, you are worthy of this. You are worth this. And God loves you, and he's not finished with your story. So is self-care selfish? No. And you're worth the investment. And Jesus is ready when you are. I want to pray for you. God, i thank you so much for another day i thank you that your word reminds us that your mercies are made new with the sunrise and i know god that there are some people that are listening to this they're struggling and god i pray right now you would remind them that they are not alone but when it comes to this area of self-care mental health spiritual health physical health whatever area of health that we're struggling with God, I thank you so much that you're still an ever-present help in times of trouble. And I pray for those that will be listening to this right now that may be struggling. God, that you would just fill them back up. God, I thank you that your word reminds us that you can fill us back up with all hope and peace and believing and overflow in the power of the Holy Spirit. God, I thank you for that word. I thank you for that truth. And God, that you've called us to guard our heart because everything we do, everything we say Everything we are flows from that place. So God, I pray for the brother or sister that's listening to this right now. God, because they are not alone and you are not finished with their story. And God, I pray, Lord God, right now, whatever they need, God, that you would either give it to them or you would lead them to it. God, you would open the door, you would provide whatever it is God, where they need you to step in right now, Lord God, that they would lean in and trust you. And we thank you for it, in Jesus' name, amen. God bless your friends, regardless of what you may be facing. Keep breathing.